here we go then, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Tractor Girls Talk podcast, which is proudly sponsored by John Fowler's solicitors. Big up Mike Kennedy, as always, for his support. And we're back for another great show. The big kickoff is fast approaching. Uh, pre-season is done and dusted. Um, I'm here, of course, with Tamil and Skipper Blue Wilson and Super Megan Waring at the back, heading, kicking, doing all the things. Great to have you back, Megan, of course. Uh, but Blue, let's bring you in. How you doing? It's been, a, it's been a while since we've done a pod, but um, we've been waiting to just get some stuff to talk about and uh, pre-season is done and dusted. Yeah, I'm just getting the rust off. I was about to say I'm doing good, but I always say I'm doing good, so I'm trying to think of other words to use. Um, and I'd say, yeah, life is good. Um, obviously, I'm going to address the, the elephant in the room, obviously not back on the pitch yet, as people listening will, will have seen in pre-season, um, which isn't ideal. Um, so that's been, I think I mentioned on the pod last time, it's been a bit bumpy. Um, and those bumps seem to continue. So uh, that's that's the latest on that. But other than that, more good studying as per, you know, the usual. Um, but excited for the season to kick off. How are you doing, Ross? And bring in Megan if you want after you, you've answered that question. I'm fine. I'm just fine. And um, <laughs> okay. enough about me. It's all about Meg. Um, great to have you back on the pod. I think it's nearly a year. I think we, we we brought you on, I think, in the early stages of last season, maybe at a time when, of course, we didn't start the season great. So I was like, oh, come on, Meg, come on. We're not done well, but uh, come on. But it's great to have you back on and have a good pre-season under your belt. Um, how, how's things? Um, yeah, I'm all good. It's good to be back. Like you said, it has been a little bit of a while. Got a year football under my belt now, heading into the second year, so... Finish school as well, so enjoying a little break where I'm, I feel like a footballer. I'm just playing football at the moment. Um, but yeah, no, life's all good. That's good to hear. And um, actually, before we go on to pre-season as a whole, let's talk about you, Meg. As you said, you know, one year of football under your belt, senior football, playing tier three football. Um, How do you look back at last season? Supporters player of the year. Was it supporters player of the year? Supporters player of the year, wasn't it? Yeah, so that's um, that must have been a great you know achievement straight away off your first season, um, and you got your you know fan group of course. Shout, shout out to your mum and dad, of course, your dad leading the drums. But um, yeah, how did you look back at last season? Um, I think obviously last season was a massive season for me, a lot of firsts for me last season. You know, at the very beginning of pre-season, I thought, oh, I'm getting to train with the first team. This is exciting, and I got chucked on at against Gillingham and I played awful and I was like, oh, Joe's gonna, <laughs> Joe's never gonna play me. Um, and then sort of found my feet and stepped into it, obviously had a good season, got called up to Scotland, played my first set of international football. So last year for me was a, a, a lot of learning and a lot of progression. And this year really just want to build on that. And I'm not necessarily the young one on the block anymore. There's a few more academy girls that have come up this year. So helping them step into it and try and help them do what I did last year, really. Yeah, and Blue, I'll bring you in now. Um, we praise Meg a lot on this podcast, you know, sort of Megan Waring, of course, you know, what a, what a cracking first season in senior football and such a young age as well. Um, How do you look back at Meg's first season? I don't think the only maybe one, I wouldn't say negative, was just you're so close to scoring so many oh, times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, look at Meg's, Meg's um, first season, what, what a season it was. Yeah, I think the only thing missing from from last season was an overhead kick from the corner. <laughs> I, I, I did try. We, we, we need like a stat counter of overhead kicks attempted. 
<laughs> overhead kick scored. But um, yeah, it's been a great first season for you. Um, I mean, I, I can't imagine as many breakthrough seasons which have been better, um, especially for a centre-back, which I feel like as a young player in a defensive position is quite hard to break through. Um, obviously, a lot of reliance placed on you to be steady and consistent. Um, and that's sometimes hard, especially when you're a young player and having to deal with the new pressures of being in a senior team who's pushing for promotion um there's a lot on your plate so yeah I can't I can't really find fault in in the way you've sort of played in terms of last season consistency wise and also off the pitch too um I can see your head growing but um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah on and off the pitch faultless um in the in the grander scheme um and yeah just really looking forward to seeing you continue that uh, this season and hopefully with Scotland too. Yeah, I felt bad, Meg, not to even mention the Scotland caps because that is another great achievement. And uh, was that always, um, once again, you've probably been asked this before already, but um, was that always the route you were going to go down to, um, you know, play for, for Scotland? Got to be careful now. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, to be honest, I just, I've always wanted to play international football. Um I get on very well for my Scottish family. We're all very close. And so when the opportunity came, I thought I want to take this with both hands, really. And I've gotten to do a lot of things and go to a lot of beautiful countries. And hopefully this year we go a little bit further in like our competitions and I get to go to some more beautiful places. Um, but yeah, no, playing for Scotland is a huge honour, obviously. Born in England, but um, Scotland came calling, so that's how my loyalty's life at the moment. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And um, that's the thing we spoke about, Blue Winter, about you know international football. You, you've, you've done it yourself, as other players have experienced that. You can get, you go to these. Of course, there's some countries, maybe not so beautiful. No offense to those countries. I won't name them countries, but um, um, but yeah, that's another just great experience for a, you know such a young age going to these you know playing with you know friends, teammates, and playing football. Yeah, it's definitely a great experience because I think it, it widens. Although you're getting senior team experience like Meg did last season, you're then getting that exposure on an international stage, but also having to be away playing football for that long and getting that much input is great. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's difficult as well. And I've seen with many players and even myself at, myself at times where actually it can knock you back before you then step forward again. Um, so it's quite, it adds another another plate to spin. Um, but all in all, I think the outcomes are positive. And like Meg, Meg said, you get to visit some great places. You meet some some really good footballers. And yeah, it's, you can't turn it down, for sure. You cannot turn it down. Yeah, definitely not. And uh, Meg, um, let's talk about this pre-season. And how have you, have you approached this pre-season a bit differently to like maybe last year? As you said, you were just the new kid on the block this year. You probably are one of the senior players, even at the age you are. But uh, yeah, you approaching this pre-season a bit differently? Um, I think other people had higher expectations of me coming into this pre-season. You know, it's that people aren't looking at me going, oh, what can she bring? What can she do? They've seen the level. It's about pushing that level higher and I think I had those same expectations for myself I thought I've got to now come in and show that it wasn't just a, a lucky season you know a one season fluke I was like I've got to come back in and match this level and, and go again and um, it's just been my main goal I thought I wanted to come back into this pre-season 
obviously I had my A levels going on during the off season, so I was trying to balance that, trying to balance staying fit, rehab, rehabbing a few niggles that I was carrying last season. And yeah, I just was really focused on coming into preseason, hitting the ground running because obviously we've got big things to achieve this year. And um, yeah, how I play at the back is going to have a big influence on that. So yeah. Yeah, bring it on. And Zeb, of course, you're a part of that great defence um, and just good team performances at the end of the last season, all those clean sheets. Um, we'll get on to, of course, a certain player who was part of that um, shortly is um, some big news about her. But um, let's sort of segue blue onto pre-season as a whole uh six games in total some so, so a lot of games actually i think blue, uh, joe was saying um you know the most games we've had in pre-season for a while because you know the last few years because of covid and stuff it was sort of hard to get fixtures sorted out but um six games a mixed bag but um some good tests in there yeah for sure i think the fact it was a mixed bag is more a positive at this stage than a negative um if that's our first six games of the season you're slightly worried but the fact it's pre-season and we've had a real range of opposition as well from our league, um, obviously the Northern version to the championship to tiers below. So it's it's kind of been a nice variation. I mean, I can't say for myself because I haven't been on the pitch, but I don't know about you, Meg, but this has probably probably been a, a really great pre-season to set us up um, for all the teams that will play in our league. Yeah, 100%. I think we built confidence where we needed to. I think we were given reality checks where we needed them. And I think just a range of opposition, you know, that our league is a difficult league. You don't know what team you're going to get on the weekend when you play them. They could play amazing. They could play awfully. I think our, our league alone is a real mixed bag and our pre-season sort of replicated that. And I think it was good for us. Obviously, we've got a few new players in, sort of adjusting to players left filling those gaps and so I think yeah I think this preseason has been a big one where we've had to gel as a team find our style again so yeah I think it's been a, a very productive preseason. and um there's been some traveling of course you've gone to Loughborough you've gone to Derby um Cholton um some behind closed doors games of course some games at the training ground um, of course we had Palace at the AG Arena so it was great to be back in Felixstowe you know a 2-0 defeat but Meg that was, must have been a good experience playing against the championship side who are solid I think they finished fourth last year so a, a good side but um what was that like playing against them yeah I think it was a very good game for us I think we've taken a lot of confidence from that game in a sense that in, we painted a lot of pictures that we've been working on in training that we want to bring into the league. And I think after Derby, obviously, that was a disappointing game. We didn't play very well. We didn't execute our game plan. It was disappointing. I think some of us had looked at each other and been like, we really need to set this up. Like The season's not far away at all. And so the fact that we were able to do that against a team that was in the tier above and... We didn't look out of place against Palace. You know, two mistakes led to their two goals. I think we've taken a lot of confidence and we're bringing all of that into Cardiff for next weekend. Or this weekend, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I'm too fair, pre-season is just gelling into one now. And then, yeah, now we're here. The, the big kickoff is here, which is just it's crazy to think, you know, a month ago, we're like, oh, come on, kickoff, come on, hurry up. But now it is here, uh, which is great to hear. But yeah, Blue... So how would you look back at pre-season? Yeah, sadly, you've not been able to play, but you've been able to go to a few games. Um, I want to give a shout-out to, to Nina Mialu, um, who I think I said that right. Is that how you say her last name? Always get stick about it. How do you say it, mate? I know you're you're close with her. Um, we got Miolo. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll go with that as well. 
But yeah, she she's been great. Of course, this has been her first like proper good preseason, and she made a really good save. But unfortunately, of course, the rebound was scored. But that was a cracking save. Um, but yeah, blue as a whole. Um, yeah, preseason it's just good good minutes for everybody. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just mirroring what uh, Meg said. I think we need to get her on the pod more often, to be honest, Ross. <laughs> I think she's she's quite good. Um, but yeah, I, I suppose looking at the Crystal Palace game. Um, although I think it was a good performance, there were still areas where we'd probably look back on and say, yeah, we really need to improve there. So even though, yes, we look at it g- good and we painted some good pictures and the the patterns in training have been have been taken and replicated in a game scenario, there's also bits where we're like, OK, well, well, we'll adjust this and how will this look against this team in our league or how will this look against Cardiff on first game or where does this player fit? And we're still we're still doing that at this stage of the season, which I think is really good. The fact that we're not content and we're we're still trying to be productive with that. Um, but all in all, I think when you compare it to last year's preseason, this is this has set us up so much better. Um, and we we know how last season started. So hopefully, the prep this year has been a lot better. Therefore, that then shows in the first few games. Fingers crossed. Well, that's how it work, should work in my head. Yeah. And um, I want to quickly praise you, Meg, for your kit to boot combo, because I'm looking at a picture quickly now and um, I, I like you, but I think you're actually, you're up there with one of the, my favorite boots. I think Summer Hughes is up there as well. Good off Summer. Um, but yeah, I love the, the combo with the orange kit, of course, we're wearing out. What, do you like that? Do you like the orange kit? I do. I think it tops the home kit, if I'm honest. I do re- really like the orange yeah, it really does stand out. And um, yeah, a lot of people go, you know, it's part of it is a Twitter page called Kit Crimes. Uh, or oh, it's called X now, isn't it? Twitter, formerly of formerly Twitter. But um, yeah, Kit Crimes, of course, you know, we're, we were the home team wearing an away kit. But I think Palace mm-hmm. didn't have their away kit in order just yeah. yet. But um, yeah, it looks good. I'm looking forward to seeing the players wear that throughout. And of course, the goalkeeping kit for the away kit, the, the grey, black, that's good as well. And I think the players, mm-hmm. the goalkeepers like them. And that sort of segues nicely, actually, onto a new signing. But before that, we've got a nice little audio clip from uh, Maddie Reader speaking to Nina after the game about um, pre-season as a whole, the fans and all that sort of stuff. So check it out. Well, Nina, a 2-0 defeat here. How do you assess that game? Um, yeah, defeat. But um, as a team, we've given it all. Um, it was a challenge for us, all of us individually and, to, and as a team, to be fair. Um, but this will be um, a stepping stone and this will give us more confidence when we move into the season. And um, how do you think how do you think preseason has gone as a whole? I mean, we, you guys have faced many different sides, you know, Charlton, Crystal Palace, and Championship, Loughborough, a few divisions down. So you you faced, you faced a mixture of teams. Yes, we did. Um, preseason was was good. Was a good challenge. Different teams came up with different um, opponents, uh, different different levels, different intensity. But that's what we need. Um, we need challenges. We need we need we need to always keep learning as and as a team, and that will keep us moving. And what's the mood of the camp at the moment? But coming into um, the a really big well, start season against Cardiff. Yeah, yeah, we're we're very confident. Like I said, um, we'll have this uh, week of good intensity of training. Um, good, same mindset, same attitude from the girls and staff, and I'm sure we'll be more than ready to go. And um, how do you feel working with Poppy Sofa and Paul, the goalkeeping coach? Yes, it's been great. Obviously, having Poppy um, come come into our team, she's she's a great player, and um, Paul obviously he has done a lot for us, um, for me as well, um, 
and yeah, he's a great coach. Always, always keeps developing me as more I can. And um, finally, just a note on the fans, 290 here. I mean, week in, week out, last season they're here, and it's great to be back at the AGL, wasn't it? Yes, it's been, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Um, hopefully more, more fans will come along during the season. But yeah, it's, um, we're always thankful for our fans, and um, we'll hopefully put up a good performance week in, week out for them. Okay, back. Thanks for Maddie for sorting that out. And uh, let's get on to then some new signing. The the sexy stuff that people say uh, they want signings. Uh, more to come. So stay tuned, everybody. We understand there's going to be more signings. So but there's fans out there who are like going, oh, no, we're going to do bad this season because we're not, we're not making signs. We've lost loads of players. But do not worry. Joe and the team are working hard. Don't not worry. There'll be signings in the door. But one is through the door. Of course, Maisie, of course, is signed. But Poppy Soper has signed on loan from Charlton. Um, Blue, quick thoughts on that. Um, she's tall, which is good, but um, so far I've been impressed by her. Yeah, no, that was going to be my first comment. How tall she is, she's really tall, and also, also she's got a, a Welsh accent, which I quite like. It's quite a nice accent, but yeah, no, she's she's pulled off some really good saves during this preseason. So, I'm I, I haven't been to a few of the preseason games, the away ones, but um, I'm looking forward to seeing her more within season and. Also, I think it provides Nina with a great challenge. Nina's, I mean, you mentioned the save against Palace on Sunday, which was unbelievable. So, yeah, we've got two great keepers in the ranks, which is is good to see. And I'm sure Meg is also happy with that. Yeah, Meg, let's talk about um, your new your new goalkeeper. Um, of course, Sarah will get on to shortly. Um, but, yeah, what's that been like having Poppy in the sticks? Of course, Nina as well. They're going to have a nice little battle between them. But um, what's that like as a, a defender having someone like that in goal? Um, well, obviously, big shoes to fill with Quant's leaving. Um, but Poppy and both Nina have come into this preseason with competitions always going to drive standards. I think in training, some of the saves you both of them are pulling out, you just think, How on earth? But you can see them going at it. One pulls off one, and two minutes later, they Nina's now pulled off a brilliant save. So I think the competition is brilliant. You know, they both get on very well, we all get on really well as a team all together so I just think Poppy's come in she's fitting brilliantly um she's a lovely girl and I think coming into our team you know we play a, a difficult system in the sense that it requires a lot technically in possession and I think she's come in and she's getting her head around it and she's she's making strides in it and doing very well and then obviously Nina one of my closest friends um played with each other in the academy and then I've stepping onto the pitch in senior football. Like it's just little moments like that that are sort of special. When you first joined you're like, oh like we'll get there and now all those things are starting to fall into place. And it's just like special moments like that in football just always feel nice, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, coming through the academy together and then stepping on the pitch and making your you know debuts and just first team appearances. That's always great. And uh, a quick little um, just for the, for the listeners, Blue. Um, let's just quickly um, you know round off um, you know Poppy's career as a whole so far. You know, she's twenty one. Um, started her career at Cardiff, you know, native Wales, as you mentioned. Um, of course, she's also played at this level before with Plymouth, and she's actually played against us. And I don't. She probably won't be happy for me to mention this game. Let's not mention it. Let's skip past that bit. Okay. We were just very good. We were yeah. untouchable. Yeah, we're good. Home Park. I think you must have played in that game. Did you play in that game? Um, I did indeed. Oh, sorry, sorry. 
<laughs> you, you take it anywhere. I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll, yeah we'll pass pass it because I, I think I when I did her signing pictures, I mentioned that. So I went, oh, I was looking for God. her. Like, and she was like, yeah, I'll try to forget about that. Uh, you were very good, Ditch, which were very good that day. And that was it. So we'll, we'll pass across from that. But um, of course, she was at Chelsea at the time. She was like dual registration with Plymouth. So um, of course, she's been at Chelsea. She's been called up to the senior level for a while. She's not yet capped yet. But um, you never know. You never know. But um, but yeah, Poppy Soper, new number one. Um, now let's go on to actually squad numbers then, um, Meg and Blue, because um, that's always the the number box to tick in pre-season, you know, pre-season games, new signings, but also squad numbers, the fixtures are out and all that. Um, but let's go and look at the squad numbers. I'm going to bring them up and we're going to sort of talk about the key ones. Um, so yeah, Poppy is new number one. Uh, Boz is still number two. Um, I'm going to say her full name just for Kieran and probably for you, you girls as well. Summer Hughes. I don't know why that's hilarious, but apparently it is. Um, Blue, you're at number four still. You happy about that? Yeah, I'll take that, Ross. Take that, I'll take, take that. that. Yeah. Bonnie is number five. And now number six, which of course was vacated by Lucy Egan, who's having a break from football. So all the best to, to Luce. Um, But yeah, Liam Mitchell is new number six. He's been fantastic in pre-season, by the way. He's been really impressed by her. She made a few cameos last season, but she really has impressed me. And um, what's she been like, Meg? And we'll get on to your number shortly. But yeah, what's Leah been like, you know, playing alongside her? Leah's a brilliant player, technically. She's second to none. And I think herself and me were the duo in, in the academy. So it's the same thing again, sort of got Nina behind me, Leah next to me, sort of we're all transitioning. So, um, Playing alongside us, brilliant. You know, at the end of the Palace game, me and her were just having a little chat, sort of talking through the game. And she was just like, oh, like, I just enjoy playing next to you. And I was like, yeah, that is, it's just good that we're all all on the pitch getting minutes and sort of taking these next steps in our career together. Yeah, I think when I went into the dressing room and I saw the numbers up, because I think that's the first time, you know, you had your names um, this season anyway um, on the kits, because I think, you know, that's just when you went, when, when just when you know when pre is done, when you you got na- names on shirts, and when I saw number six, and I I saw ask Kieran, you know, so Leah must be in the plans this season, playing games, and I think yeah, she's going to be up there, um, and yeah, that was vacated, Meg, um, but you have decided to stay, stick number twenty. Um, any reason for that? Um, I like the number twenty. You know, it was the number I first had when last season when I sort of stepped up. My my the number I would like in the future is number five, but Bonnie has got a claim to that number and she's wearing that number, so I'm holding out. I'm holding out for that number five. Um, and you know what? <sighs> Leah's got the quality to wear that number six. You know, um, so you can have that. <clears throat> but I quite like the number twenty. I I might keep it. I'm not sure yet. I'm undecided. Yeah, it's a nice round number in it. Just, yeah, it just looks good nice. as well. And that is a defender's number, I think. I think it is a defender's number. Like, I think know, it can not... be anything, really. Yeah, I think it can. I think it can. It can be a midfielder. It could be a fullback. Once again, I'm not one of those squads. Like, I think there's some people like Kieran and other people. I think they are. They know certain positions that, that they can't be that certain number. Like, like a striker can't have the like number two or something, which is, you know, mad. I think William Gallas, actually, I think it was Arsenal. We had number 10. Um, yeah, so just, I know maybe you're an Arsenal fan. So I think he wore number 10 and he's a defender. That's not a defender's number. Yeah. But, um, we're going it's to... Like, yeah, it's like um, Rachel Daly, if anyone's watching the Women's World Cup at the minute, which I'm hoping you all are. Um, 
Rachel Daly's playing left back and wearing number nine. And every time I see it, I just think how much that is annoying, Kieran. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think once again, he's, of course, is one of the, the men behind this in terms of he sort of skates up, would you like this number, would you like that? And I think if someone goes, I want, you know, any number, that would go, no, that is not that position. Um, but I think at the moment, I'm looking for it now again. Um, of course, Tash is number seven. I always don't, I don't know that if that is a, for me, I don't think that's a striker's number, in my opinion. I think he's a attacker, but more of like a winger. I don't think it's like a striker. But, yeah, but if Tash that's changed right. from number seven, I'd it would be weird. Yeah, it just, it just couldn't happen. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. So, yeah, Tash, do not worry if you're listening. I'm not taking that away from you. I just feel, you know, it needs to be like number nine, which we'll get onto shortly. Um, but, of course, we've got a new number eight, and I think this suits uh, to the T, and that is, of course, Kai Robson, Super Robbo, number eight, um, which is fantastic. Then we've got a new number nine, of course, replacing Maddie Biggs, and that is Holly Turner, a number nine. That is, of course, a proper... And I think she suits that number as well to the T, as well, Blue, um, mm-hmm. number nine. Um, any thoughts on, on those two numbers? We're getting really deep with these squad numbers because why not? Meg, you got any thoughts on this as well? Um, do I um, have... No, it's just it's just good to fill up the the one to eleven. I think I Meg doesn't start then because she's twenty. So that's, <laughs> what, that's not what I'm saying. It's not what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> if that were the case, I'd be starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, you know what? Let's do that. Yeah. Well, actually, let's take a look at. So yeah, in a way. Yeah, we've got all the positions there. That means maybe Bon will have to drop into defence, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, we're not, we're not saying that. But um, but yeah, Holly's got number nine. EK, of course, number 10. EK, 10, all, all day long. Lucy yeah. O'Brien's got a new number, though, of course. She was previously number 15, but she's now number 11, which is, a, I think that suits her as well. Good number. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Nina, of course, still number 13, your standard goalkeeper uh, number as well. Uh, Nia has changed her number. Just uh, one... Shorter, it's like, I think it's shorter, or just, just gone down to 15. She was 16 before. Um, we'll have to ask her any reasons. Once I think maybe 15 is a nice, just round number. Maybe she likes number five, and she's gone. I go, what? Meg, you could have done 15. Would you add 15 if you could, you know, five or not? I'm not sure. I don't know. There's something about 15 that just doesn't appeal to me. <laughs> um, that's fine because, yeah, once again, some people. Once again, they probably don't care. Just, well, I don't mind whatever number to put on my back. Um, but, so, you know, sometimes if it's your favourite number, your birthday or whatever, it works. Um, I think yeah. 15 suits near, though. I see yeah, I it as so. a, a near number. Yeah, she, um, she's had that, I think, at all her previous clubs. So I think she's following following the chain, keeping it. Yeah, why not? That's once that's another thing. If you've been at another club and if you don't see that that number vacate, you're like, oh come on, come on, switch with me, please. Let me switch. Um, but yeah, she's been able to get it this year because of course Lucy O'Brien's moved to eleven. Uh Pesquet, of course, is still seventeen. So there's some numbers there. You still got forty, you got fourteen, which is a, a good number. You've got sixteen still available, eighteen, nineteen available. Of course, Meg, two of Meg, number twenty, happy days. Of course, new signing, Maisie Barker is number twenty-one. I think that's a good fullback wingers number. So Solid number for her. And then, of course, two of the other young players, Eva Williams, who's also impressed me pre-season. So, shout out to you, Evie. She's got number 22. And Abby Smith has got 23. So, uh, that rounds up the squad numbers. Um, any other thoughts on that? Yeah? Any other thoughts? No other thoughts, I don't think, Ross. I think we've covered that in some detail, which is good. Yeah, I think Kieran will enjoy that. So, there we go. One for you, Kieran. One for the squad number people out there. Um, so, yeah. Now, let's chat then about some 
departures that are already departed, but um, who have now signed for new clubs. Uh, we're going to start off with um, Meg's been a great guest, but this was um, a great guest last season who just, yeah, we're just laughing all day. And of course, that is Liv Smith, um, who is, of course, going to be joining a league rival and joins up with Manny Biggs at Billericay. Um Thoughts on that, Blue? Liv going to be playing against us next season? Oh, maybe, hopefully not. Maybe she's going to be too busy with her policing and like. But I think she'll be up for this. Maybe she'll want to be playing against us, most likely. Yeah, I'm sure she'll she'll show up against us. Um, but yeah, obviously we didn't see as much as of Liv as we'd liked last season. Um, we had Meg to step in anyway, so it was alright. But um, yeah, she's obviously very committed to work with the police, um, as we heard through a few stories when she was on the pod. Um, and yeah, if that. Hopefully it will suit her better and suit her commitments better and she enjoys it. Um, obviously, you've got a familiar face with Biggs there, which I'm sure will be nice. Um, but yeah, I'm sure we'll look forward to coming up against her and putting a few goals past her. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we're going to be, of course, playing them, um, Billy Ricky in the Cup after the Cardiff game. So it's a quick turnaround in terms of facing former faces. So that's going to be good to see. Um, let's talk then, Meg, about Sarah Quantrill, um, our old number one. Um, of course, she said she wanted to take time away from football. Um, and maybe a lot of us are surprised to hear she's uh, going to sign for a, a rival. Uh, of course, not in our division, but the division below, of course, joining Norwich City. But um, we all know she's a Norwich fan. She's based in Norfolk, so maybe not a, a big surprise. Maybe she knows um, some players who play for Norwich as well. But um, yeah, thoughts on that, Meg, and um, just thoughts on Sarah as a whole, because, you know, what a keeper um, and just what a great person as well. Well, if we take away the club that she signed for, <laughs> I mean, as a, you know, you can't fault Quant as a person. She's so nice. You know, when I first came into the first team, trying to settle into this back line, she was always supportive. Helped me where I needed help. You know, spoke to me. She's she's a mature, like she's been in the game forever, you know. It was always wise for me to listen to her. I was really disappointed when I found out that she was, you know, taking her time away. I think she's was invaluable to our team. And I mean, you saw the performances from last year, but when I saw that announcement of Norwich, I thought Quants, really? But um, you can't hate Quants. I don't like the team she signed for, but, you know, if it works better for her, the same, same with Liv, really. If it fits better with your commitments, then I can't, you know, you can't hate Quan. She's a lovely person. So all the best to her. Just hopefully she doesn't do too well for them because I never really want to see Norwich winning. But <laughs> yeah, well said, well said. And yeah, um, yeah, of course, you know, two back-to-back golden gloves, you know, some great clean sheet records, um, some amazing saves. You know, the penalty shootout um, against Southampton Blue, um, some amazing saves. But yeah, she's uh, joined the dark side, as we call it, um, which... Do I mention it, Blue? Because you, you once upon a time were part of the dark side, but that, you're a young kid, so you're allowed that. Uh, Sarah, you know, she's she's in her thirties now, but she, you know, for her to keep, you know, continue to play football, and that's where she's based. You know, it's probably just the ideal move for her. Of course, um, there's also an academy player who's joined, and you, you'll know her, Meg. Of course, Lauren Hales has signed there as well, but I think she's based in Origin, she. So, yeah, but it'd be great. Yeah. If we- Come up against them, you know, maybe in the cup. We've been waiting, haven't we, for years? I think it has been literally, probably literally five years now since we last played. It's definitely been a while. That'd be, that'd be been less than five years. Is it? I don't know. Yes. It feels like it feels a long while. COVID just extends it, doesn't it? Just, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, I feel a bit hypocritical commenting on her <laughs> move to Norwich in the position I am. Obviously, I've I've seen the good side now, um, but I think she, as much as we we do or we don't want her to do well for that team, um, I think she will do very well for them. Um, and I can understand it from a commitment point of view. And it becomes slightly different when it's men's versus women's football because obviously Quant has a job outside of this. She lives Norwich way. Her job's Norwich way, um, and probably the age she's at, she just wants something to something closer. Um, but yeah, what a way to go out in terms of two golden gloves. Um, and do I wish her all the best? I wish her as a person all the best. There we go. Yeah, not, not okay? the colours she's wearing. Yeah, I think that's yeah, fine. Not the okay. colours she's wearing. Because, um, yeah, it's just when you see your former player hold up that shirt. But once again, it doesn't happen that often. Definitely in men's football, um, you know, definitely Ittrich players going to Norwich or vice versa. So, um, but yeah, all the best to Sarah. Um just as a person, but playing side, yeah. Because yeah. Anyway, let's 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 take away <laughs> yeah. uh, before we get into trouble. Um, but all the best, anyway. Um, of course, another former players joined uh, championship side. We've got a few now, few former players playing the championship next year, which is great to see. Of course, Abby Lafayette has joined Watford. Of course, her hometown club. So I'm sure that must be a dream move for her. I think she played there when she was a kid, but um, she signed, of course, there. So I think now we've got Laf Anna. Of course, she joined Lewis with Sarah Brazera Carrera. And, of course, we've got Paige Peak at Southampton. So, you've got four players who have come through our academy as well playing um, in the championship. So, I'm sure Joe must be really pleased with that. Um, is that sad, Meg, to see Sarah leave? Um, you know, now a close friend of yours, but she's going to be playing championship football. Yeah, it was, obviously. She's my best friend. But when she told me, I thought, you know, Sarah is someone who's driven and just won't stop until she reaches the goal she wants to reach to. So I understood it, you know, talked to her all the time. She's loving life. She scored, I think, two weekends ago. She's loving the life of being a professional footballer. And so I think fair play to her. And I just, I've got no doubt that she'll go on and do brilliant things this season. And I think I miss, you know, Maisie has obviously come in and taken a number 21. So I've got someone new sitting next to me in the changing room now. And I told, I said to Maisie, I said, you've got big shoes to fill. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think, you know, hopefully Sarah has a brilliant season and just can, keeps continuing to strive, really. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, I didn't mention that, actually. Yeah, because Maisie replacing Sarah's number. And um, i like to see what uh, Maisie put on her Instagram. I think this is her first pre-season you know, she's had in you know, like three years. I think the 90 minutes she played against Palace was the first 90 minutes she's done for a long while. So that must have been, you know, great to see Blue, you know, someone who's, of course, um, had injuries as well. Like to see a player like that, you know, make that first four 90 minutes and also have a pre-season, you know, injury-free. Yeah, for sure. Especially how she's she's joined a new club. Um, I can imagine the worries in her mind where she's like, oh, I just need to stay fit. New sort of fresh start. Um, so yeah, amazing to get 90 minutes and built quite a good sort of match load going into the season and got herself into a really good position. Um, so she's going to be a big asset for us. Um, obviously, we've talked a lot about outgoings, but also her coming in, which I think we mentioned on the previous pod, um, is a really big asset for us. She's rapid and um, all around a really nice person as well. Yeah, definitely. And um, another player I want to quickly mention who um, we've really mentioned, I think, 
podcast ago last season. But um, of course, Zoe Barrett has joined Oxford. So that'll be a, another form of faith. Of course, she was at MK, of course, the team we play anyway, but she's now joined another promotion rival. So that's going to be another face to, to try to beat. Basically, we love you, Baza, but um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna beat you. That's the, that's the plan when we play Oxford, of course. Um, but the season does start um this Sunday, which is um always exciting. Um, of course, a long trip to Cardiff, but um, South Wales is a lovely part of the world, though Cardiff, and uh, a newly promoted team, but a team we know of as well, Blue, because we've played them before at this level, um, in our first season, of course, at this level, um, it back in 21-22 season, um, we first played them. Back in August of that season, we beat them 1-0. Um, we're going to get up the goal scorer just for people. Uh, Maddie Biggs actually came off the bench and scored in that game. So uh, there we go. Good old Biggs getting the goal. Uh, and then we went away to their place. And this was in the middle of the the circus that was, the the West Ham game and everything. But um, we beat them 3-0 at their place. Anna scored twice and Baza actually scored in that game. And um, yeah, it was sort of in the middle. Well, basically, we had the Southampton penalty shootout win we had Bridgewater away then you know Cardiff away and then we had West Ham at home live on BBC of course so that was a crazy few weeks but um yeah Cardiff blew to kick off the season yeah not really sure what to expect um but a nice long away trip which I th- actually think presents a good opportunity for um I think the girls will stay overnight in a hotel so there'll be a, a long trip down to for team bonding and then a stay over in the hotel which always helps um, so a good sort of experience to start off with, albeit a long weekend. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's an opportunity to get our season started um, and come up against a team which you know we didn't play last season. Um, so a fresh team and who will be hungry. Um, so we'll have to earn the right to win the game and hopefully yeah, start the, the season off well. Yeah, and um, Poppy, of course, will be playing her former team. So, um, of course, she's going to be a well out for it. I think when she when she signed, she got asked that question. And I think she's like, yep, great opportunity to see my family. You know, go be able to go down there and see family. So that's that's probably good for her. But, um, yeah, Meg, um, I hate to go past old ground. But, of course, last year we started not great. Um, but we've got a newly – we've got to go around that. We're not going to go past that now. We're going get, to get rid of that. But I've just, I know I've just mentioned it. But let's not talk about it anyway. Um, but Meg, yeah, how are you feeling for this one? First big season um, for us to kick off straight away. Well, I think last season taught us the importance of starting well. Um, so I think obviously the ones who were here last year know the importance of this game. We need to just set ourselves up, build our confidence, you know, start the campaign strong. Um, but yeah, just really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to having games that have a bit of pressure on them again, you know, really playing a game that's driving towards something. And I think all of us within the training ground, the changing room, we just want to get out there and get playing. And I think we all miss that slightly. And um, I think this weekend will just be brilliant experience. Obviously new girls get to go away with everyone, sort of bond, bond, play some games, have some good chats. And then, um, get out there and do the job on the Sunday. Yeah, definitely. I'm hoping it's better weather this time because last time we were there, it absolutely chucked it down and it got very wet and all the players got wet. Um, but they were wearing in the we were wearing the white kit, the white away kit that season. That looked it looked oh, it looked superb. I just I loved it. I just loved that kit. So um I don't know what kit we're gonna wear this year. I don't know if we clash because Cardiff they they're not the main Cardiff team, are they? I think they're Cardiff they're like an independent Cardiff team. So I think they wear red 
and white, I think. So we'll probably wear blue. So that's not, it's, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll, we'll find out on the day, of course. Um, but yeah, blue, we're, it's the Ocean Park Arena, 2 p.m. kickoff. Um, how are you feeling going into to the new season? Um, box ticks now, preseason done, squad numbers are out, fixtures are out. Here we go. Season kicks off. How are you feeling for it? I sense within the team there's a there's a calmness um, about the task ahead, but also equally an awareness of the challenge that is in front of us and actually the work that it's going to take. So um, you experience what you did last season and see how much work that took and we didn't achieve what we wanted to. So it's now going to take more. And I think we've got players who, like Meg, have have taken that season to mature. Um, and now coming into this season a lot sort of stronger on the pitch, but also experienced off the pitch in terms of dealing with certain emotions where things don't say go your way or things do go your way and sort of levelling that so you're never too high or too low. Um, consistency is the most important thing in this league. And I think we all very much know that now and have definitely got better, more effective ways of doing that. And that's from the staff to the players to, you know, everyone involved. Um, so I'm hoping that this season we can execute that. Um, and yeah, just generally very excited. Um, like Meg said, I can relate to that really well. Um, it's nice to have that pressure back um, because I think you do miss it after a while and it probably takes it going away until you realise that you miss that competitive environment where you're, you're going for something which is is a bigger picture. Um, so yeah, I think the prep has been has been great. The support, um, sort of in terms of what we've been provided as players, has never been better for us at Ipswich Town Women. Um, so yeah, we've got all the tools. It's now just about applying it, but also applying it in the right circumstances and managing things because it's never going to be perfect. Um, so really looking forward to the challenge and all the little puzzle pieces we're going to have to put together to make this season a good one. Well said, Blue, well said. Um, Meg, I'm going to put you on a spot here, but um, maybe not, actually. It's not the hardest question in the world, but um, I've pro- probably put it in the question right now, your answer. But any goals for this season for yourself? Um, do you do goals? Do you just go into a season and go, yep, do what I can do? But uh, any goals? Well, I think everyone knows one is to finally get my first goal. I think the other day in pre-season, I was saying, you know, we get about four corners a game. I should be scoring at least a goal every four games. So that's going to rack up to a few goals if I can stick to that. Um, but at least one, and I'll, I think I'll be all right. I'll be happy with that. Um, I just think there are specific ones, but obviously I won't bore you with the details. But just, I think, building on last season and really flourishing in, in, in my role as centre-half as more of more of a leader, you know, taking on responsibilities. I can see majority of the pitch compared to other people and just really sort of stepping into that leadership role. And and last year was difficult, you know, not reaching promotion. So on that pitch, knowing that when we're, say, under the cost, just holding it out, leading people, helping them through, like helping us tick boxes that last year we didn't tick that resulted in us, you know, not winning the league. So I think just really taking on a more more of a leadership role, particularly for me this year. That's good. That's good to hear. And uh, well, let's um, of course shout out where we're going to go. And so the Ocean Park Arena, two pm kickoff. So if you're 
down that neck of the woods or if you fancy traveling it safe journey um and um yeah enjoy it cheer on the girls is it the same day as the potential of the world cup final i think it's the same day potentially or that morning so we'll know if well england of course got a semi-final game to play and um you may be listening to this when that game's already done so fingers crossed they could be in a final and that day we could be seeing them lionesses lifting the trophy and then us getting our first three points but um we won't go too ahead of ourselves but um but yeah i'm looking forward to it i've got a bit of a bit of a task blue that day um because the men of course have got qpr on the saturday and i'm going to be traveling on a train to newport i think that's where we're staying on the saturday and i think ben pewey are one of the coaches um of course at the town women's team i think i'm traveling with him down the train to newport so hopefully that goes all smoothly and then yeah get ready for the game on sunday so um yeah bring it on but blue any other business anything else you want to mention um yes i want to shout out I hope he's listening. I think he will be. Not sure, though. Um, but Jack, our sports psychologist, and I'm not sure I've mentioned on the previous pod, I can't remember, but if so, this is a double shout-out, um, went through went through a foot surgery um, a few weeks ago. So um, I, just on behalf of everyone, uh, we wish him a speedy recovery and hope to see him soon. Um, but, yeah, what, what a guy Jack is. I miss Doctor. Jack. Doctor. Dr. Jack, sorry, Dr. Jack, Dr. Jack. That's his title, that's his title. Thank you for correction. Yeah. That's fine, it's fine, but no, yeah, big up Jack. Always always great to see him and um, yeah, best of luck with your recovery and all that. Um, and that's, that must have been great, Meg, having like someone like Jack to talk to, you know, at such a young age, um, just someone to talk to after maybe, a, you know, I want to have, you didn't have many bad performances, but maybe just, you know, a mistake or whatever. Once again, don't, I'm not saying you'd made had mistakes, but just having that. Oh, Jack was massive for me last year. I think I spoke to Jack a fair bit. You know, there was times where I felt there was a dip, there were dips in my performance or certain things I just was working on but couldn't get right. And I think I had many a conversation with Jack implementing methods to help me sort of let go of mistakes, reset and go again. And I think a big part of my success last year was probably down to Jack and his input. So... When he comes back, when he's all recovered, I will be the first one who has a smile on their face to see him back. Nice one. Big shout out to you, Jack, if you're listening. I think he does listen. I think he's one of our big supporters. So um, up the Jack Mitchell. Dr. Jack Mitchell. Sorry, Dr. Jack Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, love that. Um, I want to also big, give a shout out to actually your new sponsor, Megan, because uh, uh, Ginger Pickle is a friend of our show. He's a friend of the, the main podcast. He actually sponsors our main flagship show, but now he's your sponsor. Tony Southgate and the team. Uh, all your Google needs and all that. But, um, yeah, he's your sponsor this season. I think he's actually sponsoring um, one of the games this season. So, uh, yeah, big shout out to you, Tony, because I know he's listening. Uh, but that must be nice having a, a new sponsor this season. And um, I think that's actually, I don't think you had a sponsor last season, which was just ridiculous. But this year you've got um, Tony there supporting you, but that must be good. Yeah, no, I had a chat with him earlier today. Um, I'm looking forward to, he said he's going to be there at the first home game. I think he's sponsoring that game as well. Just to have a chat with him and... Yeah, my first sponsor, another another first for me. So, um, yeah, it'll be good to get to know him. And, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, big up, Ginger Pickle. Big up, Tony Southgate. And, of course, we've got our sponsor, John Fowler Solicitors. Uh, Mark Kennedy also sponsoring two players this year. Of course, Maria Boswell and uh, Poppy Soper. He loves his goalkeepers. He does. He, he, of course, sponsored Sarah last year. He's a goalkeeper himself. So, of course, he's going to sponsor a goalkeeper. It's, it's a given, basically. Um, but, yeah, it's been it's been a pleasure. Um well, Meg, thanks for joining us. Blue, 
thanks for for having me once again to host the show and you'd be the co-host and all that um and thanks for doing this so late we're doing this we're recording this late not too late just in case nikki's listening um so is that another thing you have to do like um did you get told like bedtime i want to say bedtimes because you're you're adults but because of you know athletes and all that it's there times you need to go to bed to make sure you get your eight hours and all that um we um before before every training we have to fill out a little readiness form which says you know how many hours of sleep did you get what was the quality of the sleep so that and if if it is poor nicola will come to you before training like "Mm, why was why was that so low and sometimes she does get on your case but um yeah nicola's brilliant so yeah love that love that um well blue take it away outro as you always do go away Perfect. Meg, you have been a great guest. I'm sure we'll have to get you on in season as well for a little update. Um, I've actually just searched up when the A-level results days are, um, which is coming up soon. So best of luck with that. Um, I'm sure you're happy I'm bringing that up for you. Um, (laughs) But yeah, once again, hope you've enjoyed the podcast, everyone listening. um, And I'm sure we'll catch you soon after the first game of the season. (laughs) 